This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Over Westside, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for Westside niggas. Nothing but love. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles from Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on the Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tinfoil Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr., Don't Text Him With Your Green Bubbles, a.k.a. I Only Debate My Equals, Everybody Else I Teach, also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me, Mr. If You Don't Like Me, Fight Me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me, a.k.a. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man, Dame, three underscores, 313, the West Side Landlord, the pride of PA, High Chief Dame, don't fuck around, the liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame. And the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. We on! <laughs> you almost ain't make it there, buddy. I know, right? <laughs> we on! <laughs> Yo, welcome back. Uh, Shop Talk Podcast, episode 280. Yeah. 280, you feel me? Getting close to that three. Yeah. Uh, that's 20 weeks away. That's what, four months? Yeah. What you want to do? We should have a celebration. Like what you want to do though? <laughs> so, I don't. I don't know. I have like is it of... like a podcast or just have like a party or like a gathering somewhere or something? Like maybe like a gathering live podcast deal. I don't know if I you know to... what I want to do again. I don't know if I want it to be a live podcast. I kind of just want to like hang out with the. People. I you know what I want to do? Like I feel like we should do, like we should celebrate it like your birthday party. Like, go somewhere and just have, like, a bunch of people just come out and have a good-ass time. Well, maybe, you know, my 40, you know what? My 40th is coming up first. Yeah. How many weeks ago? No, that's like four weeks, maybe, right? <laughs> yeah, mine is like about six weeks away. Uh, uh, Maybe we could do something around there. Oh, yeah, have a birthday party live podcast. Why don't I do want to have a party. Okay, well. You no, I'm, start, I'm starting to piece it together. But like niggas gonna have to put on some adult clothes. Like you are gonna have to look nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. I think I'm gonna do a roast for my fortieth. Um, but I would have to start planning that shit like now. Um, cause it's what, about six months away. Shit. Yeah, yeah. But you I, got a venue in, in, in mind? I don't. That's why I say I gotta, I gotta start putting. Yeah, that's 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 the only tricky part yeah. is just that venue. And then like, though it would be a party for me. The fact that I would have to like pay for it kind of rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> That's what I'm on the fence about too. Like, there's a there's a restaurant that I want to go eat at, but like I don't I don't want to pay for everybody. And then I don't want I don't want I don't, want, I don't even want to front the money. I don't want to charge people to come to my birthday party. You know what I'm saying? So like, but I, I don't want to eat that cost either. <laughs> Maybe we can get some sponsorships yeah, going yeah, on or yeah, something because yeah. like I don't. If you're interested in sponsoring, matter of fact, we're gonna have a full sponsored event, like, and we'll promote. 
our event, but what the I, mean, I saw that we were sponsored on an event coming up that I had no clue about. Oh yeah, we did the last one too. Uh, <laughs> I just I just happened to take a look at a flyer. I was like, damn, that looked like our logo. Hey man, we, and it was. We out here, we everywhere. Uh, I'm everywhere. You never there. Uh, yeah, man, a friend of mine, uh, Alina, Alina, she doing a pop up restaurant um, this Saturday, uh, September the 18th, between 6 p.m. and 12 a.m. Um, for the P2 experience. Uh, it's a pop-up uh, taco restaurant. Uh, so, you know, you get you some tacos, you get free drinks, or you get two two free drinks and then discounted drinks all night. Uh, it's going to be, it's two different DJs that's there. Uh, it was a really, it was a, it was a time last time. Do we get tickets? Um, Yeah, but well, I'm not going to be in town. So I told her. Nigga, I'll be it. here. Uh, So I told her, don't worry about it. And um bring me some tacos later <laughs> um but, i would like to take advantage of the tacos uh, yeah man we figure it out uh but pull up man it's go it's, it's the time man so if you go to purposely prepared uh instagram page uh all the information she does the luxury picnics also uh yeah and this the her meal preps i want i don't want to call them meal preps because meal preps is typically like you working out and you eat yeah this is little this is different like this is more or less a chef preparing your meals for like the week it's it's different uh so purposely prepared that's what they do that comes along with the picnic uh that's t- two totally different things oh okay um but I, food does s- come along with those with those picnics. i've been seeing a lot of these like luxury picnic she did uh, it first luxury picnic deals i know some we know somebody else that does it uh i, I don't know that i knew somebody else that did it uh i mean you don't gotta say their names i just didn't know yeah yeah i know a few other Neither here nor there, but yeah, the, I've been seeing a lot more. Not just pop-up. not that there's something wrong with saying no, no, no. I just didn't. Know. Whatever, it don't matter. <laughs> yeah, I just been seeing a lot of. Them. Oh yeah, and uh, Glam, she does one too. Oh word, perfect picnic, I believe is the name of it. I did not know. Yeah, yeah, it's a dope I'll check idea. It out too. You know, Sweetest Day is coming up. You know, some of these ladies are gonna set it out, set up a nigga a picnic. Not me. I mean, because I don't want no picnic. I want gifts. Mid October, that picnic gonna be kind of chilly. <laughs> so I don't, I don't think maybe that's this do that in home. I want gifts. I don't want no picnic. I want fucking gifts. I don't want nothing. <laughs> be perfectly honest. I always kind of, it's kind of. I was having a conversation with somebody like so, like you know, in like high school, and when you were, I would almost say high school, when you were younger, you would, you know, your anniversary come up, the Valentine's Day, whatever. You go buy the outfit and you buy the gifts. I just was like. Yo, we've been together a year. Here's an outfit. Like it just seemed kind of, <laughs> like here's oh, a guess, here's a matching guest outfit. Like it just kind of weird, you know what I'm saying? And I was with this. Uh, that's like some Detroit. That's like some Detroit shit because I don't think people really do that shit other places. And then it's like you know, as an adult, like well, then what are the gifts? That's definitely a gift in Detroit. An outfit. <laughs> Back in that, the day, you know. What even saying? now, uh, even now, that's a Detroit gift. Buy me an outfit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's completely Detroit. Uh, you know, buy me some some exclusive Jordan ones. God damn it. I mean, I I take that also. But in real life, I don't be want no. I don't want no gift. I do. I like shit. I got everything I want. Okay. Well, I want some more of it. I, somebody daughter gonna buy me two K. 
I don't think you're getting 2K. <laughs> <laughs> I want 2K. Okay. I want a PlayStation okay, 5. Okay, 2K. <laughs> Nigga, he's not getting a PS5. You can't even find one. <laughs> it's, it's impossible. There's not a woman out here who knows how to get a PS5, okay? Unless they got it from a nigga. Look, my homeboy and his family, shout out to my dog, Jose. They just closed on a house. And part of the closing is like they got a PlayStation 5 at closing. He got like four sons. The boys did not give a fuck about getting a brand new house and having their own rooms. Right. They pulled up and they seen the PlayStation in the trunk. So was, the, the, the so when I when I closed up my house, the nigga gave me a fucking well, I don't want to say it like this because it sounds <laughs> sounds like I'm very unappreciative, <laughs> but I gave it away. Uh gave me a, a, a Google clock thingamajiggy. The 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 one that you can yeah, like little, see yeah <laughs> see people yeah I gave that shit away first off my nigga it's a Google because it was Google my nigga we've been talking via uh, iPhones this whole time why what fuck would you give me some Android Alexa shit you feel me I got all these goddamn AirPods around this motherfucker why would you get anyway it was a cool gift it was a good thought you know what I'm saying you should have kept it I gave that shit away you could have used it for something and I matter of fact I used to have an Amazon Echo I threw that shit out of my house. I don't like them echoes. They 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 kind of talk to each other. My f- listen, I know somebody that has multiple ones, and they and they're like they talk to each other. Look, one morning, uh, I woke up. Uh, me and this young lady was having a conversation in my bedroom, and out of the living room area, a voice just started talking. And it was like, what the fuck? And it was it it was kind of like saying some of the shit that we were saying. It was just it was just fucking weird that it was a whole voice talking and saying. I was like, y'all, I don't like, I unplugged that bitch and I threw that bitch outside. Then I, I realized that that bitch really do be talking to the feds and they give up your information easily. Like, nah, not in my house. No. That's fair. Uh, how was your week though, my brother? Uh, week so far so good. We are recording off of our normal schedule this week. No one has to know this. I mean, I'm just going to put it out there. It's only Wednesday when we're recording this uh, and nothing has transpired up until this point in my week. Because I don't have nothing. Oh, I will say one thing. I've been getting a lot of flack about last week's episode. Yo, I've been getting a lot of flack. Yo, I've been a lot of a feedback. Lot. Yo, people really fuck with last week's episode. <laughs> it was like, yo, that shit was hilarious. I'm like, what part? Because I, I wasn't on that bitch joking. Like, <laughs> I didn't know he was in there telling jokes and shit. Uh, but like, I really got a whole bunch of feedback. Uh, Me too. From that <laughs> Me too. I was talking crazy at the end, but I did get my check. That was a that's a good pie. I always know what pie is gonna be good. Just yeah, as long as it got a mixture of. We had a good time. Shout yeah. out to the road crew. Yeah, they they recorded. Uh, yeah, so they did their first episode. Yep. Yeah. Um. So shout out to yo. Shout out to the blue and the black. Uh, I had three new podcasts start last week. I didn't even realize it. You know what I'm saying? Always uh, got them in and got them out. You feel me? Yeah. I, I like to see new podcasts come through here. You know, fresh new ideas, a different take on things. Oh, you know, it's, it's beautiful. I want to play this one thing that uh that I posted this week. And I think it's really important. Just so y'all niggas know uh, what time it is. Oh, I guess I should probably un... Uh, a lot of success for a long time. Let me go back. There's a level of elitism in the podcast game. Ah. There is. There's a level of elitism. Yeah. Because we've had a lot of success for a long time. And, you know, sometimes you don't realize that, like, if you getting 
2,000 listeners a month on your podcast, you're in the top 3% of podcasts. Is that right? That's a fact. I think that's more indicative of how many podcasts there are. Maybe. You know what I mean? Maybe. Maybe. Probably. A lot out of there. Probably. There's a lot probably. of podcasts. It's a lot. No, for real. It's a lot. If you get in the podcast, you're doing, you're doing over 10,000 a month. You're cooking. Advertisers coming. You know what I'm saying? But you know, we spoiled over here. There's a uh hey listen man sound like we cooking um sound like we cooking we elite there are a lot of podcasts here yeah um in general there's a lot of podcasts and i don't necessarily um i don't think people have actual real expectations about how many people are going to listen to your podcast um if you get two thousand a month it's four episodes in a month um, and those not going to be all brand new from your four episodes. Cause there's always, you know, we drop four episodes, but people are listening to episodes from the right, back. Right. So whatever you give a month, it's more than what you dropped that month. Um, so you may say, let's just say 2000, uh, divided by four, it's 500 a week. You may not think that's a lot. Well, that puts you in the top 3% of all podcasts. You don't really, the thing about podcast numbers is that they silent. <laughs> You don't know how good or bad someone's doing. Um, and I, I think that some people may see their first week number. They may think, yeah, I'm supposed to jump out the gate with a thousand Pe- episodes. People want Joe Budden, the read. They want, they want big numbers like straight out the gate. And like, it don't happen like that. It's a slow burn. Yeah. Or like, how would they find out about your podcast? You can have the, the greatest podcast ever, but how would, how does anybody know yet? You know what I'm saying? So, uh, don't be discouraged if you don't have, uh, Joe Button numbers, like they were popular before they did the podcast. <laughs> so yeah. like, like, and I tell anybody, you just got to thug that shit out. What you, you know, doing? Like it's <laughs> you just got it's a grind. At this point, this is a part of my life. It's therapeutic. I got to get this shit out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, it's clearly gonna be. Uh, I mean, it's clearly a monetary attached. But just think about this: this new business venture that we got going through. Um, I know what we got through This Week in Culture, through Shop Talk or whatever, with all those other, man, things is nice. Yeah, yeah. We things, got- <laughs> listen, things to come, you know? You're going to have to talk to us nice when you come to the table. Yo, man. Talk to us real, all of us, real nice. So listen, man. With big numbers. So uh, we are recording early because uh, uh, I'm going on a bit of a vacation. Where are you, know you going? Uh, I'll be out of town, you know. That's that's just it. Yeah, I'll be out of town. How long are you gonna be gone? Uh, I'll be gone for some for, for some time. You want me to watch your house? Uh, no. Uh-uh. I can take out Umar. Uh, so this is what I'm I'm getting to. So I'm going out of town, and uh, I had to have somebody like like yo. I got a dog now. I got like a, you had to make a, arrangements a, a for, the chi- for the yeah. child. So uh, I'm taking him to uh, Pet Suites in Novi. Um, okay. Where they take care of the dogs, they get it like their own personal area, personal playtime, the whole nine yards. So I'm a, he ain't never been like away from the crib though. Like he probably gonna think I'm giving him away. Like yo, where that, where that nigga that, that feeds me every day at? Like I can I can he he always kind of gunshot when he get in the car. You know what I'm saying? And then we get out. I'm like he probably gonna think I'm leaving him dog. Till you come back and yeah. then he'll be elated to see you. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, but uh, his name is Umar. And it was like, uh, Umar. I said, Umar. 
Yeah, it's you. I said I know, but it's pronounced <laughs> Umar. <laughs> okay, you know the white folks don't know nothing about Umar. Um, so man, yeah, man, that's gonna be pretty interesting. You know, then that, that was like, well, he's not, um, he's not, um, neutered or spayed or whatever. The spade is for the the women, girls. The girls. Yeah. He's not neutered. I'm like, well, first off, he's five months. So they don't want you to keep that nigga. They don't want to keep him away. Like Some this, places won't take them if they're not spayed or neutered. That's that's whack. Um, and y'all shouldn't be doing that to puppies, especially before they like uh, a, a, a male dog before he like two years old. Like, let him grow. He needs some of that. That's not. That's not fair. No, but I know a lot of places that want to take them before if they if they uh. Like, not spayed he's or not neutered. Uh, neutered, do you want him to um, have uh, his own personal playtime? I'm like, so are you trying to tell me you was gonna leave him in the cage all day? Is that what you trying to do? Is that what you're gonna? Is that what you're trying to say? Uh, they gonna beat the fuck out of him. Call him Umar while you gone. Boy, they touch my dog. <laughs> That's what they gonna do. We we talking about off the off the air. They gonna like, assimilate him while your ass is gone. Man, boy, we have we'll have a, we'll have a, it'll be <laughs> consequences, repercussions, uh, misunderstandings all up and through. Uh, no vibe. Uh So yeah, man, that's gonna be pretty interesting. But listen. Yo, this is going to be the first time in a long time, well over a year, uh, that I get to, like, go on a little vacation and, like, not have to do something in the studio, not have to do something, like, at work. Uh, just a straight vacation. And just, like, and not going for a particular reason, literally just going to, to go and hang out and have fun. And, and uh, boy, I tell you, I need it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I really do. Last week was a tough week, man. <laughs> I was in here every day this week, and I was bullshitting around and waited to do some shit at work last minute, like uh, Monday, Sunday, and I had a busy, I had a packed weekend this weekend. I had like studio sessions, I had photography gigs, still trying to do my 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 quarter three reviews. I stayed up to six o'clock in the morning on Monday, trying to complete my shit, like. It's time for me to take a rest. So. I feel you. Are you going anywhere in particular, or? Uh, I'm going to the West Coast. Okay. Yeah, and uh, have a, have a good time. That's what's up, man. Uh, and I can't wait, man. Uh, you ever been to where you're going to? I have. Okay. Last time I've been there, I had the 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 best, literally the best time of my life there. Uh, so we'll see. You know, see about round two. That's what's up, man. Congratulations. Uh, I know you need it, man. Yeah, I do. I really do. Uh, I got a couple of days off next week too, man. Because I don't who I don't who wants to come back in town and then go directly to work. Nobody. You that's, know, that's foolishness. So. Uh, so I, I can't wait. I can't wait. I just need to, you know, some relaxation. I'm, I'm, I wonder if I'm gonna be relaxed. I'm fairly sure I'm be drunk the whole time. So if you're drunk, <laughs> I don't think that counts as rest. Your, your body is relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> your body is relaxed by default. But 100, percent I'm gonna be drunk as hell. Uh, and have some good time. Might even, I might even, I might even partake in some drinks. What? <laughs> Who knows? A little bit of coke? No, I'm straight. So give me, let's get to this shit, man. A little bit of coke? You, you said this shit last week. You said it's in the, in the group thread. I feel like cocaine get a bad rap. Explain. I mean, look at all the great music cocaine has given us. You know, coke ain't really, you don't really hear a lot of niggas dying off of coke. You hear everybody dying off coke. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, don't, I don't hear too many coke related deaths these days. As opposed to what? fentanyl and all and all that other shit just a little the fentanyl is is inside of the coke though my nigga that's what be killing them be the fentanyl not the coke nigga 
but you sniff the coke that has fentanyl in it. Okay, then then don't then don't sniff the kind that's been stepped on. Just a little. Oh, oh, they, oh, they got some. They got some pure coke. <laughs> just, just a little, just a little pure cocaine. That's all you need. Damn, you got you ain't ne- you, you ain't gotta, never you got to flush this out because it don't make no sense. You ain't never you, look. I just look at all the music from the seventies that was given and inspired by cocaine. It could. It was a recreational drug. It was fun. Bill Cosby had recreational drugs that was now, fun Bill, too. Bill was raping. Bill was raping. R. Kelly women. had. R. Kelly, you can, I don't know what R. Kelly was using, but I'm not going to muddle it with cocaine. I'm just saying you can't take something bad and be like, well, good music came from it. So it can't be that bad. Like a lot of good, great music came from R. Kelly. So we talking about cocaine, (laughs) not not pedophilia. Hey, I'm just saying, uh, no, damn it. It didn't make no sense. You got to give me a better argument than that. That's, that is my only argument. I can't give it, I can't make it any better. That is my only argument. We got good music in the seventies. From cocaine, I bet you I can, and I bet you still probably get a little some good some good hits. You get some bops these days from a little bit of coke too. I bet you I can give you more bad. I bet you there was more bad music produced in the seventies than was good music produced in the (laughs) seventies, and that's any era. Like, yeah, you know what's so funny that we don't because we um, were kind of removed from that era. It's a lot of one hit wonders that was in the seventies. Fuck yeah, like. 99% 99% of the songs that we love, that's the great song, but it's only but like... That's the only song they had. It's only like five or six artists who you be like, yo, this is uh, yo, this Bill Weathers. He got Yeah, same five songs. or six artists, yeah. And what's so funny, even, even the ones that we that we know that got a, a bunch of songs, it'd be like four or five songs, <laughs> like period. I mean, but that's... How much more can you really ask for as an artist? Well, four or five songs is enough to keep you torn. I don't know. Nah, you can jump on somebody old school tour every summer with four or five songs. That's a whole set. That's 20 minutes right there. Yeah, well, who? How 20 much, minutes, half hour. How much you going to get paid for that, though? Like, if you, you we're not coming out to hear you, you filler. How much you going to take? What I'm saying is. If you can get, if you're doing 30, say you're going on tour, 30 day tour, 30 dates, you're getting five grand a show. I, I I take it. I want to juxtaposition that in. We didn't had all these different verses for the last year, and they going twenty songs in. Yeah, I don't know that I can do this in the seventies because y'all hit records is either is one or five max. They don't have you know you can't do a lot of a lot of verses with old school artists. Unfortunately, like they just don't they just don't have the expense. Like after you get past the Isleys, the Earth Winds and Fires, it, it, it's a it's a couple. You probably do with Parliament. Yeah, if we keep Frankie it, Beverly and Maze. We keep it a hundred. Every Earth Wind and Fire playlist got the same five to six songs on that motherfucker. I'm not saying all the other ones was like bad, but like the nah, I mean the bops, the yeah, it's like five. Nah, they got more than five bops. Go to go to go to your uh <laughs> your phone right now. Go to Earth Wind and Fire greatest hits. And tell me how many of them songs. <laughs> I'm a big Earth, Wind, and Fire fan, but just the five to six bobs. <laughs> I am too. My, you know that that was a group that was near and dear to my near and dear to my mother. Earth, Wind, and Fire. But let me see. Earth, Wind, and Fire Essentials. September. Uh, Let's groove. Let's groove. Reasons. 
Uh, After the love is gone. Yep, that's four. I don't know a lot of these songs. (laughs) (laughs) And this the greatest hits. Oh, man. I don't know a lot of these shits. But, like, this wasn't our era, neither. Like, if you probably were to ask somebody that grew up in these times, these songs would probably mean more to them. I'm not saying these are bad songs. I'm saying they're not hits. Right? Because, like, the other hits, we know them shits. Boogie Wonderland. Boogie Wonderland. Boogie Wonderland. It's a bot, nigga. <laughs> it's not a hit. Well, I, I, I just sound bad when I say it's not a hit, but like, it's not a. It's not this. You already know what time it is. No, so it's, it's, it's not reasons, nigga, but. It ain't like. Like, this is a different feeling when this shit come on. Like, come on, dancing is like, it's a, it's a different feeling, my nigga. But, but also, again, like, this ain't the music. You talk to somebody that was in college when this shit was dropping, like it probably means something different to them. For sure. Everybody besides me something. They're not bad songs. They're not like whack or no shit. It's on the greatest hits because these were good songs. But um bless you. This you're not doing a versus with these joints. You know what I'm saying? You sound like Fat Joe out there. <laughs> uh Joe got worked. Yeah. But like even Earth Wind and Fire. Like, it ain't no five or six that I fuck with. If, if I'm being, a, if I'm being, a but they didn't. Earth, Wind, and Fire did they verses against the Isleys? Like they went pretty deep in their bag. Yeah, and I only knew. <laughs> I mean, because that's just you. But I'm just saying, like niggas, and you too, because you just looked at these bitches, like. But like, let your pops listen to that, and like he so, he know all of them songs. I'm not saying these are. I'm just saying. It's a difference between a hit record. Like hit records, they transcend time. They're classic records, right? These are hits. These are some of those records are classics, and they transcend time. They always gonna be great. The other songs, not so much. Shining Star, that's a hit. I can fuck with Shining Star, for sure. F- Fantasy, I feel like I know that song, but like, uh, yeah, if you feel like you know it, it's not. A, it's not like that. Okay, so now, so so let's just let's just dive into the verses. No, I, I only brought this up to say it wasn't a whole bunch of good music that came from the Coke. If we only got like five, six, five songs from one of the greatest groups of all time, greater bands of all Come time. Come on, man! Parliament, like, Rick James, how many songs all on Coke. How many of you songs that you you listening in Parliament? I fucks with Parliament, Funkadelic. I do. Okay, we fuck with Atomic Dog and shit like that. George Clinton, cool, but all that shit sound exactly the same, my nigga. It's Every funk music. I understand that, but them not hit records. We know Atomic Dog is a hit record. Parliament got all type of hits, Jay. Like we not going, we just not going to do that. Okay. We not going to do that. What what is not going to do? Because I'm not trying to give you the impression that I think it's bad music, but a hit record is a hit record. Flashlight, Aqua Boogie, yes, for sure. One, One two, Nation three, Under a Groove, four. Bob Gun. Five. Look, man, they made a lot of music. Like I said, five. They to made six. a lot of music. Yeah, five to six. And that's George not Clinton bad. had a lot of solo hits. Bootsy Collins. Yo, we know that name, but give me the records, my nigga. I'd rather be with you. For sure. What I'm saying is this. 
I'm not saying that five classic records is bad because I don't have five classic records. I got more than five classic podcasts. You feel me? But uh, I don't got five classic records. I can't throw and that just, shit around. Just think of how many more classes we have. We had a little Coke on the table. Who? What's stopping you from going to get some Coke, my nigga? You live in the I city? Want, I want you to join me. I'm my own man. I, <laughs> I want you city. to participate. I don't, shop I, don't, talk, I don't make bad decisions. Shop talk snowcast. I don't, well, I don't say I won't make bad decisions because I do make bad decisions. I try to limit my bad decisions. I don't, I try to limit my bad decisions. Crack is safer than Coke. More niggas have died off cocaine than died off crack. I'm willing to bet. I need to see some numbers. I need to see some numbers. It's damn near. You, uh, Uncle Marvin says damn near. It's damn near impossible to kill a nigga with crack cocaine. <laughs> and y'all motherfuckers managed to managed to kill twenty in one day. Like shit. Yeah. Okay. This this last week's episode of uh, Raising Canaan finally turned finally turned the corner. Yeah, I think last weekend. These last two weeks, man. I yeah. Canaan uh, <laughs> is a terrible drug dealer. <laughs> this nigga terrible everything. <laughs> he a terrible son. He a terrible nephew. He a terrible side nigga. He a terrible uh friend, yeah, cousin. And and it and it trickled down all the way to power. Like he's he's been a terrible nigga his whole life. And he think he's smarter than what he is. That nigga dumb as fuck. That's how Kanan started. <laughs> dumb dying. as hell. <laughs> Yo, Tariq would never Kanan <laughs> ain't had one good idea. Cause he don't listen to nobody. He haven't executed one good. He's that he got a good idea, but you your execution is trash. He don't listen to nobody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> What'd that make me? Smack the dog shit out your ass, man. Anywho, man, let's get to this versus, man. Um, All right. Fat Joe versus Ja Rule. <laughs> now, I'm on record as being a Ja Rule fan, right? Yeah, you've never made no bones about it. So much so, in fact, that when Cheyenne and myself did a versus battle, she took 50 Cent, I took Ja Rule. Because I understand that Ja Rule has hit records. Got a bunch of them. And I think the Ja Rule slander is unwarranted. Smoke and mirrors. He's a hit record machine. It's 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 the boogeyman syndrome. You know what I'm saying? Like 50 just came out of nowhere. It's the white man syndrome. Just fucking with that nigga. It's the white man syndrome. He was with the white boy. And a lot of money was backed and pushed. And it made it look a certain way. But as Irv Gotti said last night in the comments, he got robbed, he got beat up, he got stabbed, and he got shot, and he he put an order of protection on us. Things aren't what they seem. How did he win? And all that shit happened to you. He he won because he had the machine. He had he had the industry. He was he Interscope at the time was like the biggest thing moving. And he was he was the poster child of Interscope. They put a lot of money behind 50 Cent and they was not going to let him fail. He was the boogie monster. And he still didn't beat Ja Rule. He was the boogie monster. That's he, all. He still didn't finish Ja Rule. Well, he might have finished Ja Rule because he put the feds on him. That's what finished him. You think 50 put the feds on Ja Rule? Is that what we doing, Jay? Is this the first time you ever heard this take? Have you never heard anybody say this? That 50 put the feds on Ja Rule? I mean... The game dropped a whole entire uh, DVD called Stop Lying, Stop, G, you not, Stop Lying, Stop Snitching. And he did a famous, why you, why you call the police on the man? Like, I mean, it was this was a thing. I'm not saying it's true, but it's it's a take that's been out there since 2005. Okay, yeah. 
I'm, that's fine. <laughs> I'm cool with the take. I thought you was just like putting your planting your flag in the sand on that one. Uh, anyway, uh, I think it's smoke and mirrors. I said this shit a million times. Uh, Jaru did not go away musically until he physically went into prison. Um, up until in 2005, he was still releasing music. The New York song that won in both the last two battles was on Jaru's album in 2005. The wonderful song, what Kelly, uh, which I kind of wanted them to play last night. Uh, nobody's nobody's fucking with Robert right now. Nobody's touching no Robert. Ashanti was on right that now. song too. She could have just sung his part. You know what I'm saying? She could have sung the wonderful part. It would have been her voice, her vocals, with nobody. Nobody's fucking with Robert right now. Nobody. But what, you you still would have had to give him a little bread if you played that shit. You got to give a nigga a goddamn thing. You got to give him a little He got bread. too much shit going on. He ain't. He got way too you, much shit. You still got to give him some royalties or something. Don't, nobody's fucking with Robert. I think niggas is wild. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Like, I don't think niggas should fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's funny what we will accept. We can accept murderers, robbers, and killers easily, but we we find a conscience with certain shit. I mean, we talking kids, man. I'm not saying that he shouldn't be that way, but I'm saying is we also find a way to everything else is fine and everything else shouldn't be fine. I'm saying some of the shit that we accept, we shouldn't accept. It's a lot of shit that we shouldn't accept, but I mean, you that's know. what I mean. I mean, that's all. That's the only point I make. Nobody's fucking with Robert on no verses, dog. Um, Nobody's giving that nigga no spotlight. I just want, like the record. <laughs> I just like the record. He's you know, to be on the hook. I, I'll be honest, man. I, I listened to a song that had R. Kelly on it the other day that I completely forgot about it, and I feel like this song had rapping a chokehold for just Niggas a split still second. Listen to Michael Jackson. He was fucking with the kids. Little boys, too. How do we just separate that shit? Oh, that nigga, that ain't true. He was fucking with the kids, dog. The nigga bought the little boy a fax machine uh, so he can write them and send them messages, dog. I'm not. Neither one is sleeping, right. Neither sleep, one is right. They're sleeping both in wrong. His, sleeping in his bed and giving him Jesus juice. The whole nine yards. Like, I get y'all act like that shit didn't happen. Y'all want to make it seem like, yo, this is the white man going against the. Yo, son. He was saying I did some of this shit. Not I touched the kid, but it's some mad questionable shit. And we perfectly fine with singing that nigga songs. Yes. How can we can separate our feelings on one and not the other? It's always a caveat because y'all can be real self-righteous. Just keep the same energy. I still listen to Michael Jackson. I was listening. I want to rock with you. <laughs> I was listening to Cassidy and R. Kelly Hotel. And I forgot how much that shit just banged. It do. That don't mean you support R. Kelly. Y'all support Michael Jackson, right? It's, I that nigga told y'all, listen, my nigga. He, it's different, dog. Like, I don't make the rules, but it's different. Michael Jackson bought an eight-year-old a fax machine. So he's the, Michael Jackson invented, invented text picture mail. That nigga was writing letters and cartoons and shit and faxing it to his room, to his house. He bought his parents they accepted the fax machine so I can talk to you anytime. This nigga eight years old. I don't give a fuck what you tell me about, yo, his childhood. Don't know grown man, a 30-year-old man supposed to be texting, a.k.a. faxing pictures, talking about I love you to no eight-year-old fax, fucking child. But faxing. It don't matter. It, it's a little bit, it's a a little bit different. Nigga, if it's a, a grown little bit man, different. If a grown man was texting... Yo, high school daughter, you ready to kill that nigga? 
Right. Yes. Matter of fact, if a man who's only who's four years older than your high school daughter is texting him, her, you ready to kill him. This grown ass man is sending I love you's to an eight year old via a fax machine. Man, get the fuck out of here. That's some weird shit. Now, I don't got no proof that he physically did anything, but niggas are... Yes, wrong. What you mean, ugh? You don't think it's wrong? Telling somebody you love them is not wrong. Okay. It's not wrong. Okay. 45-year-old man keep texting your daughter telling her that you love him. You're not being you're not being real. No, no, but now what am I am I saying like all these interactions are they weird? Absolutely. Is some Call of this what it is though? Is some of this shit very questionable? Absolutely. Is it all wrong? No. So you it's think, not. So it's acceptable for a grown man to Look, be in it, contact with an eight year old man. Not in my house. Not in my house. No. So explain to me where it's acceptable at though. Like I'm I'm confused. Mike was just. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to play. I don't want to play because it's not going to sound good no matter what I say. I don't want to play. No, we ain't, forget to forget everything else. But like, just on some regular shit. Like, we know we wouldn't accept that shit for nobody else. Probably not. But we want to listen to the listen to the fucking music. If you listen to Michael Jackson music, that don't make you a bad person. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I didn't do no. I didn't do the the the, the outlandish or dirtily de- deeds and shit. You can't put that shit on me because the, the fucking I like I want to rock with you. You know what I'm saying? If a motherfucker say I'm listening to R. Kelly music, but we didn't make you but a I, rapist. But I think it's it's a it's a, it's a crazy ass concept having a, a fucking fax machine in your house in the late 80s, early 90s. I don't think like in the UK, we weren't in that frame of mind that like, oh, this is just like. So when he say wrong as fuck, why are kids describing what your penis look like? Yeah, that's wrong. That's how that, does a, that's how does a child wrong. know what your dick look like? How your child? How do a child know it's spotted? Yes, you got shit, Bill shit, shit like that is wrong. It's wrong, and that happened in real life. So like all that, yo, we don't know. How the fuck is a kid explaining what your dick look like? Well, that's that, that's that's the wrong part. I'm just saying that in our minds, we have made it up that if we, we, we clearly got rid of R. Kelly. I, I stopped listening to the nigga music like in 2001, 2002-ish. We clearly got rid of R. Kelly. But we haven't got rid of Michael Jackson because we like Michael Jackson's music clearly more than R. Kelly's music, right? And since we got rid of R. Kelly, we can't admit that we don't want to leave Michael Jackson music alone or we're going to feel a certain type of way. What I'm here to tell you is you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. I listen to I Want to Rock With You or I got my Michael Jackson playlist the whole nine yards. I still listen to the shit. It don't make me a bad person. It don't make me a child uh, creep um, or none of that shit. And if you choose to listen to R. Kelly, it don't make you that. It just is what it is. But like we can't act like, yo, but it's the kids and it's child pornography. Nigga, that's the exact, they got the same case. Matter of fact, they was writing each other songs about the shit. You are- <laughs> Michael Jackson wrote the You Are Not Alone Long. when he made the little 16 year old girl get a, uh, an abortion after he got her pregnant. L- I mean, uh, R. Kelly. The two fucking pie pie. Y'all niggas is writing each other songs about weird pedo shit that's going on. That's some sick shit, man. 
That's some sick shit. Oh, but I'm pretty sure it was a coincidence, though. He just happened to write that song, and it just happened to 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 fit that particular. Is that situation. what we do on a day, Jason? Is that what we do on a day? What? Calling out? I'm just calling out shit. I'm just calling like it is. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to win sugar. that versus though. Michael Jackson versus R. Kelly. Yeah, that's probably the greatest versus. <laughs> Who will win time. that one? Who is the biggest Peter? Oh! <laughs> we got <laughs> we got international uh, child pornographer ring versus United States child. I don't know. <laughs> we get canceled for this shit. The niggas got some big hits. Yo, I don't know who wins that dog. Like, oh, oh, it's some real shit. Like, how do you? It's some niggas. I, I I'm glad that we talking about the verses because it's some niggas that y'all just can't see in verses. Mary just, J. Blige is not losing. Nobody. Mary Mary J. Blige would only lose to Jesus. Like and nobody can take. Tw- nobody can go twenty songs and Mary. Think about this though. Like I I don't mean this. Not hyperbole. I'm not like gassing. I don't think there is a person. I know for a fact there's nobody who can wash Mary. No. And, and I don't know that she can lose to anybody. I'm not saying you can't say that was a tie. Mary is losing to nobody. No, she's not. Bar none. Bar the big B on the table. She got way too, like, you know what happened if Beyonce and... Beyonce don't want that smoke with Mary. You know what would happen if Beyonce and Mary had a uh, had a versus? The classic songs is going to beat the songs that you really like. Absolutely. Like, so last night, Fat Joe played some good records. Records that we think, like, Joe always keeps a, well, he plays some good records. Okay. Uh, like the joint the he did with The sequences cool, was off. The joint he did with Cool and Dre. That's a good record. But it don't meet, it don't match a classic Ja record. Yeah. Mary J has too many classic records and auntie jams. And Mary got some big records. Big. They're just big. And like shit that feel in your soul. Like I Come on, be without you. Come on, man. Mary, this is it's just too much. Catalog. She said she never she never gonna do one because like why? She I, She don't have shit to prove. She don't have shit to the queen don't have shit to prove. Sometimes it ain't about proving nothing. It's about having a good time. You know? But yo. Mary don't do Chitlin Circus shit. Um, I don't see anybody who beats Mary. Um, French Montana. Niggas is not touching French in a battle. French is out of there. Niggas is not touching French Montana in a battle. French don't got 20. French got big records. He's a part of big records. He don't got 20. He's out of there. French got 20. Don't got 20. He got 20. He don't got 20 hit records. He got 20. He Does French have 20 records that I like? 100%. He got 20 big records. That he's a part of. That's all you got to do is be on it. Yeah, it's not the same. But French is out of here. All right. If French was in a ten record, if you don't got to go twenty and you got to go ten, he's a tough out for somebody. All right. I know another nigga y'all can't go twenty with. Nadavius, my boy, Future. Niggas can't go twenty songs of Future. You know what I think would be a good battle for Future. That we can't see it because they already battle Jeezy versus Future. Jeezy couldn't go twenty with Future. You you smoking dope? Jeezy couldn't go twenty with Future. You smoking dope? You smoking dope? I think. And First of key, all, we we already established cocaine is the drug that sponsors Shop Talk podcast. 
No, the fuck it don't. And, <laughs> and no, Jeezy can't don't. go twenty with Future. He can't. Uh, I'll take like, anybody on that one. I would like to see it. I'll take anybody on that battle. You think Jeezy is losing to Future? Think about what you're saying. They just put Jeezy on the Mount Rushmore of Atlanta hip hop. Did you just hear me? Because I don't stutter when I talk. What's the records? That's bigger than the Jeezy records. Give me the records. Not some shit that you like because you 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 seem like you're very confident. Give me five records. March Madness one go. Uh, that shit with uh the weekend. Uh, you don't even know the fucking name. We we on the we on the second record. I can't, you don't know the I fucking can't. name of it. nigga because you just you just hitting me off the random. Hold on. Damn my phone. So the record that he got with the weekend, I low put, life, low life. I put on go crazy. What happens? Go crazy is going to get low life the fuck out of there. I put on fuck up some commas. That's a great record. If that's going to that's going to get. I put in thug motive. I put in thug motive. Like it's too many records that Jeezy got, dog. Nigga, I put on layup like layup. Yes. I fuck on that bitch in that layup. That's not a hit record. It, 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 it dog. Future will get Jeezy the fuck out of here because what I'm going, what I'm, what I'm not going to get fucked up with. I'm a sequence this shit and and just not get washed. G- Future you got can- washed the last time you did it back. I didn't get washed. I didn't get washed. <laughs> I didn't get washed. The street said I won. I didn't get washed. Street said I won. Okay. Future can get Jeezy the fuck up out of here. You smoking dope, dog. Um. Last week, you even admitted that Jeezy was, I mean, that nigga wasn't like no girl. I, I didn't say him. I'm not saying that like future, future is what he is. How like, you in that lane, can, how you figure in that Jeezy lane, here, he can do what he's going to do. How you figure he getting Jeezy out of here? It's, he can, like, come on, my nigga. It's the vibes, man. It's the vibes. That's it. What vibe? What are you talking about? Jeezy in, influenced the whole fucking culture. And nigga, future did not. It's a difference between good records. And classic records. I think the classic is going to win out. Some shit instead the test of time. That shit from 2006. When it's been 15 years, and they be like, I think it's. I, don't I, think I it's, throw 20 futures up against 20, I don't think, 20 Jeezy tracks. I don't know that. Any day of the week. All right. You know. Any day of the matter week. Matter of fact, we can do that versus. Whoever wants to see me. Me. In, me. No, it ain't no whoever. Me. We can do that versus. That's and I'm going to wash you. That's fine. I'm going to wash you. You won't wash me. Okay. You won't watch me. <laughs> you won't watch me. Yo, this is wild. Um, we ain't even got to the actual battle from Cooked night. is what's going to happen to you, Jason. Dang. I'm going to cook you. I just want you to recognize. I want you to, for everybody to hear this shit. Every time that you've made a proclamation about what you was going to do on this podcast, I the opposite has happened. I didn't lose the last battle that I had. You did lose. I didn't. I definitely didn't lose. You, I definitely didn't lose. You did lose. But anytime it's you, you, just because you say it don't make it true. I get the messages. <laughs> I get the text. Like I let I, me I, see him. You lost. I'm sorry. Let me see him because the streets told me something different. No, no one told you that shit. Your sister, your, <laughs> your, your, your daughter doesn't count. <laughs> the streets told me something different. <laughs> she, that, that shit don't count. You didn't even play all the songs. <laughs> you didn't even play to <laughs> like y'all. Y'all, I told y'all that the, the count was fucked up. Y'all was like, no, it's right, it's right. I went back and listened. The count was fucked up. You didn't even play enough songs to win. Like, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't lose though. I didn't lose. Okay, uh, you playing songs that wasn't even produced by the. the I played one and shit. song, like, man. Like I had on. one fumble. You, 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 I had one fumble. You fumbled the bag. 
fumbled the bag. But don't worry when I when I take you. Hey, listen, man. We'll, we'll just let the music talk. We will. Enjoy your vacation. Yeah. Because that's going to be the last time you sleep good. All right. Because you're going to be up all night worried about the boss. Yeah. Well, you know what you are good for? You is good for the shoot. What you what they what they call that shit? I'm wrestling the... Uh, <laughs> that's what you're good for. You're the, you're the Ric Flair of this I, shit. I'm, I'm a hype. I'm a sell it. <laughs> yeah, I'm a sell it. I'm a sell this shit. But uh, yeah. So anyway, man, let's get to this fucking. What'd you think happened on this battle last night? Uh, I mean, honestly, as much I, I thought Fat Joe was gonna win. I really because Joe got hits. Win. Yeah, because Joe got hits, and I think I did underestimate some of Ja Rule's hits. You know, Joe. And for me, maybe it's because I'm just partial to Joe. Like, I, I like Fat Joe more personally as an artist. But the verses ain't about personal shit. It's about the hits. And Ja got more big records, more big hits than Fat Joe. And Joe wasn't playing, like, some of the right hits. He wasn't playing. He wasn't playing hits. Yeah, a lot of album cuts. So and a lot of B-sides. Ja he told Ja Rule, don't play no records that nobody's never heard of. And then proceeded to play, play a, a bunch that, of records that ain't nobody, nobody ever heard of. of. Like, he got some good records. Because, like, Joe would keep a, a record that's on the radio. Um, Every year. He'll yeah. give you one. He'll give you one a year. But I don't know that them is hits. Like, that Cool and Jay record, that was a, I like that record. The beat, the the whole, everything. And that's what I'm saying. Like, he, Joe make records that you like. But like beyond hits, beyond like lean, you know, he'll you'll get one big hit every couple of years, but I mean, he don't he didn't have enough of those. Yeah. He got a lot of cool records, a lot of shit that I like, a lot of shit that I like to nod my head to, but like just hits. They ain't they few and far between. I don't know that I knew Ja Rule was this funny. Like that nigga was he was very humorous up there. Yeah, the, well, the verses is more about just the songs. You gotta have a little personality to bridge from song <laughs> to song. Like it was actually funny because he was like, "That didn't hit like he wanted to hit Joe." <laughs> like he was like, "Yo, the words of Jada, it was all right, but it wasn't enough." Yeah. Like it was a whole bunch of shit that was going on. Uh, I didn't like uh, Fat Joe. Referring to them dusty bitches. <laughs> yeah. This before he brought anybody out, and I knew he was talking. I know he, I know if it, he was at least talking about Vita, because I'm like, I know you don't think Lil Mo is a dusty bitch. And I know you don't think Ashanti is a dusty bitch. I'm like, so who, who else is you possibly talking about? I'm like, Vita. No, she's skinny. <laughs> so she, she didn't had a, she didn't had a tough couple years. She was skinny when she was out. Like, so she looked, she just still looks skinny. You know what I'm saying? But I, I didn't like that comments, and I, I didn't like that at all. Uh, it he came apologized back. later. It came back because he kept saying it, though. I'm like, Joe, like, you, you, first time, you can't be calling women bitches on, in, in 2021. That's just not a, you can't do that. It's not popular. Yeah. And you can't keep doing it. Like, yeah, I thought Jai did a, had a really good performance, man. And, uh, the whole crowd was singing the fucking songs. Yeah. He was the... F- people love people love was, something. We, the, we make a lot of jokes about Ja Rule, but people love those songs. He was the first Drake. Wow. He said, look at this, Joe. You're getting body by a singing nigga. <laughs> he said that. He was the first Drake. All his songs was emo music. That's pretty profound. He was emo... 
And what's interesting is I didn't like Ja Rule until after the beef. That Blood in My Eye album is the Blood in My Eye was a really good album. And that R U L E album. Like towards the end, he did a he did a long setup. I thought it was about to backfire on him. When he was like, this is gonna be my north side. When I say I cry, this is gonna be my east side. It's gonna be I'm like, yo, this is a long fucking time, man. But like the crowd actually did it and then the music dropped them like and they started singing. I'm like, this nigga working the crowd. He So one 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 uh one take is like Jaru has been the the butt of a lot of different jokes. So while uh, Fat Joe was, you know, making jokes and shit like that, like it don't work on a nigga who don't care. And like I embrace everything that you said. Do you, do you think I, he's past the point of like giving a fuck about that type of shit? I don't think he. Only thing I thought, only thing I think he ever really gave a fuck about is when niggas bring up Fifty Cent because he knows like. That's like saying like if me and another nigga get into a fight behind the scenes and I beat this shit out of this nigga and he get on his podcast and say, Hey, I really I really won and everybody believes him, that's gonna make me feel a certain way. That every time and, and everybody believes you and I know you fake. I'm not saying that this is exactly what happened, I'm just thinking as far as the mind state. Right. So I think that's every time somebody it's like, man, why don't they let that shit go? Cause like, nah, y'all niggas really think I'm weak out here. Yeah, and like this not and every even in the in the police report that was filed that was filed that you said you didn't uh do, it say that y'all jumped him and stabbed him in the cheek. In the face. Like come on. You know what they beef you know what they beef stem from? Some stupid street shit probably. No. <laughs> not even. I think I mean later on they kinda yo when 50 was coming up, they took him to um, a Murder, Inc., a movie, not a movie set, a video thing, and they went and introduced him to Ja because he was a fan, and Ja didn't show the nigga no love. I didn't know who he was. And nigga like feelings that. was hurt. And his feelings was hurt in real life, and he's, he's he hated Ja ever since then. And all that extra shit is whatever it is, but this shit is some vindictive Because you hurt shit. my feelings. Was a you fan. didn't acknowledge me. He was a fan, and you felt disrespectful. Wow. Um, and I've heard this from multiple people involved in that little shit. Like, yo, you never know how it's it's like a, a a villain's origin story. You never like that's how the nigga became the Joker. You never know. That's how cannabis and Eminem got got into it. Because cannabis was on the other internet when M, when they met him on on the tour bus, and he high side like nigga, I'm the hot shit. This is before M was M. And he kind of blew him off, you know what I'm saying? And then when M blew up, it was the biggest shit in the world. Well, I got the upper hand now. And I start throwing jabs and everything like that. Like you, you can't blow, you can't go at LL Cool J, the legend, this one, and I'm in it. Like you can't win out here. When like you gotta be careful who you You, you never know. You Cause never, you never know. You gotta be careful when you coming up. Cause you know the intro on a uh, JD uh, Life in fourteen seventy two album. Yeah, said you know JD, <laughs> you gonna be alright. I want to tell you, yo, the same people you see go- coming up, it's gonna be the same people you see coming down. And he was like, "Bitch, I ain't coming down." And then Nas come in off that first verse, but 
Some niggas like, yo, I ain't coming down. But no, in real life. The ass you tell to kiss today be the foot you got to kiss tomorrow. Man, we used to be like that at Comcast. We was working, right? And it was always a thing, like, you got to be cool to everybody because you would never know who you're reporting to. Like, the director used to be on the phones. Yeah. And, like, the director used to report to one of the managers. You know what I'm saying? Like, And y'all was, they was. I mean, nigga, it happened to me. Like, I was peers. Then I was. Like listening to niggas' calls and, and yeah. po- pointing them out. And then I got fired and came right back to the phone. So, so think I mean, about that. So me and you on the phones together, right? You get uh, upload. I mean, you get uh, promoted and now you my boss and you treat me wild because now you an understudy or some shit like that. And then I get promoted. I'm on your level. Now I get promoted. Now I'm your boss. Now I remember like, oh, we was cool. Then you started shitting on me. Now I'm your fucking boss. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm your boss boss. Like That's you, how that shit happened. Come on, man. You you never know who you're dealing with. And it's it's funny that you mentioned Jermaine Dupree because, you know, Diddy called that nigga out. I mean, JD called Diddy out, was like, you know, I'm in the building. Diddy was like, you know, your arms ain't long enough. Your the box with God. The box with God. But Ooh. Diddy but but Diddy ain't got shit that's gonna that can fuck around with confessions. And that's all J D. Well, J D actually wrote and produced records though yeah i pushed the buttons you were here for vibes jd was behind confessions emancipation of mimi like them was some big my nigga we want to go to total not total um swv um we want to talk about the crisscross you want to talk about bawa you want to talk escape. about escape the whole so-so death the like i'm a i'm a rapper I'm a writer, I'm a DJ, I'm a producer, I'm a composer, I've run record labels, I've done this shit my entire fucking life, since I was like 15. I'm a, JD is the GOAT. Yeah. Because any rapper, producer, whatever, no, you a rapper, producer, you make the beat, and somebody else writes your raps, and you rap over them. I'm a rapper, producer, who actually raps and produce. Who was another rapper, producer? Didn't he produce for Janet? Yes. Who was a rapper producer? That that writes their own shit? Because it's not Dr. Dre, because he don't write his shit. No, no, I mean, you, you'd you have to go to, like, hip-hop shit. Large Professor, Q-Tip. Like, you'd have to be, like, straight hip-hop shit. I can't even put Alchemist. Kanye, I, couldn't even, I can't even put Kanye in there, because other niggas write Kanye shit, too. Yeah. Like, nigga, I'm the GOAT. Yeah, it would have to be something straight hip-hop, not... Not nigga that's doing mainstream music. He has excelled in every single faction of the hip hop music. I'm a I'm a DJ too. Like yeah. there's nothing about this. Like in real life, if you want to give somebody the goat status, it's JD. Yeah, and he's still writing hit records today that you don't know about. Nah, Diddy don't want it with JD. Come on, only person he can go against is Dre. Because they, they, they're the same type of artist. Dre don't. I mean, it's 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 not a secret that Dre don't write his lyrics either. That they that they have teams that produce their shit. And when the fuck did Fat Joe start producing records? I don't know. That kind of caught me off guard the other night. I produced this beat. Like, did you actually make it though? Now it is niggas who can. Can, who can callish some shit or, or vibe some shit together and like <laughs> now some niggas right in the studio and Fat Joe in their ear like no do it like this I mean, yo, that shit was weird they had Nelly out there performing hiding here like what 
You was in the studio too with this one, nigga. You know, Nelly looked kind of weak when he went went over to Ashanti looking for where my hug ass at. Type nigga. He he looked a little simpish. That'll be me too. He looked a little simpish. If I ever be Ashanti, guess what I'm gonna say? Where my hug at. Okay, that's the first thing I'm ever saying to Ashanti is where my hug at, and it's gonna work. I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that nigga. I, I don't ever want to be that nigga. I've been worse. <laughs> I've been called worse. Okay, man, Shanti's so fine. She is. She finer than the motherfucker. She get finer every day. She get one percent finer every <laughs> single day, like in real life. She didn't look this good twenty years ago. <laughs> she did not. Like she wasn't never like ugly, she but wasn't she didn't ever unattractive. But she's aging amazingly. She gets one percent better every single day. <laughs> I can't wait till I meet her and to ask her where my hug at. <laughs> it's gonna work. <laughs> she gonna pull a delicious on you? I'm not afraid. <laughs> uh, shit, yo, man, that's great. Uh, who would you else would you want? So listen, I know a lot of people. People are saying this, but I want to put this shit in this right perspective. Drake is not beating Kanye West in the verses. No, not at all. I don't believe that at all. Now, by no means do I mean that Drake don't got 20 hit records because we know he does. Absolutely. Huge records. Huge records. It's not even hit like chart topping the whole nine yards. It's different, though, with Kanye. We're talking two different types of music also. Like the Kanye record is it's a good record. It's a hit record, but you feel it too, right? It's it's something else in there. And sonically, it's going to sound different. You know, every artist gives us a different version. Yeah. You know, when we got College Dropout and Graduation are two different albums. Telling the same story. I don't know if y'all listen to Dissect Podcast, but it's been a story that he's been telling this whole time. Um, And if you don't, I was oblivious to it. So I can't even take like credit. Um, but song by song and album by album, it's been a story he's been telling this whole time through the life of Pablo, through the whole nine yards. And um, that shit is amazing. Like I say this shit all the time, but I really want y'all to go listen to the Dissect podcast. They're not paying me. Which is um, a really good podcast. It's my favorite podcast. Like no bullshit. It's, it's quite literally my favorite podcast. You know, I, I know I'm a rap nerd. I love music. And some of this shit, you share one of this, one of the joints from his page. Um, the Kendrick shit. Yeah, and that five, four, three, two, and t- my nigga, that's some Lupe shit. That's some shit Lupe would do. You know what I'm saying? It's a it's uh, a very high level of writing and, and rhyming. But when I but when I talk about like every artist gives us a different album, you know the progression. Kendrick from Section Eighty to Damn, he gives us a different album every time. Drake has really given us the same the same Drake album yeah. every time it comes out. It's nothing that he's doing that's pushing his music forward. You kind of know what to expect. It's gonna be songs about him getting hurt, rejected, love. Like it's 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 formum formumat formulaic. F- yeah. Yeah, that that's that's the word. I've had so And many, that's all that Drake is gonna give us. I had so many conversations about this in this room, so I'm not sure what which what was on the podcast and what was not on the podcast. Um, but I think Mancho had mentioned something to me and um he was like Drake is Bow Wow. Like and I was at first I had to think about it 
and he was like, yo, the bunch of people put them together in the whole nine yards. So when Bow Wow did his verses, all those records that we was singing and everything like that, we ain't writing none of them shits. You know what I'm saying? We didn't, we didn't, I guess we kind of knew, but we didn't know, no, for sure. But like all the records that we love from Bow Wow, JD wrote them shits. The right. Brat wrote them shits. T.I. wrote some of them. Like other people, Rock wrote them. Yeah. Rock wrote some records and shit. That's not far. What if Drake don't? Who, I would never know. Wouldn't be surprised. Is that why they all sound the same? It's a team of people. It don't have a. It don't have a soul. It doesn't sound like a. I don't. I don't. It's just a factory. It's it's some it's some cookie cutter shit. Yeah, I don't like it's. It's not that I don't feel it, but it is the same content. Yo, this woman broke my heart. Um, yo, I can't trust people. I want my mom to get a husband, and that's the pretty much it. Every album, every album. It doesn't. The production changes, but but the but the content doesn't. Now. There are a bunch of Drake songs that I love. You know what I'm saying? I just don't know that they good enough to beat some Kanye classic records. They're not. And we said it on the podcast, like, name me the Drake album that's better than anything than any Kanye album. It doesn't exist. Well, I won't say Drake anything. doesn't have a body of work that's better than something that Kanye has done. Yeah. I mean, he can, he can probably get Yeezus out of here, even though Bound bow, 2 and Blood of the Leaves is fucking amazing <laughs> um yeah man i don't think i don't think that's the i don't think that's it only person i can see jay-z having a battle a versus battle with is kanye west though i think that's the battle that's actually a good battle and it wouldn't be like no beef shit because i mean they're relatively friends and everything it'll be some big brother little brother shit uh Kanye West versus Jay-Z is probably the greatest versus battle that you can possibly get. That will, that will never get. Yeah. We'll never get that battle. Let's just broadcast directly on title. <laughs> that should have been a stadium. No, because it's versus is too chitlin circuit. It's too small for Jay. It's it's a small room type of ordeal, and he's not gonna do that. Well, he not gonna he not gonna do a small room venue or small or anything that feels small. Well, Everything that Jay Z does now is an event. Kanye too. My listening party, three listening parties at Mercedes Benz Arena. That's well, what two. I'm saying. Is it's just too if it's I just too it, small of a of an idea for either one of them. I don't I don't I don't agree with that. It's too small because if I did that shit from a fucking arena and we broadcast that shit on Apple Music, it don't get no bigger than that. Like. Where else could you where else could you broadcast it? Other than and don't say title because that's too small. <laughs> you know, user base wise. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you need some the, the biggest platform I can put it on, other than YouTube, is gonna be Apple Music. But at a Mercedes Benz Stadium or at the garden or you know what I'm saying? Like a Yeah, a, it'd have to event, be somewhere huge. It'll be it what if it ooh, check this out. What if it was Jay Z, Kanye Mary J, Beyonce, and you had two other greats, like no, no little shit, like two other greats. That could be a big thing, and actually sell tickets to the fucking arena, and make it like a concert. One hundred percent, it's a concert. And I mean, think, of, think about how in concept it could work. Yeah, you think about how because it's a concert from all them people. Them tickets gonna be high as fuck because you you gonna get Kanye. Beyonce, Jay Z, 
married like five hundred dollar tickets, easy. And people will pay it. These are six of the niggas was paying two seventy five for Dave Chappelle, and in no way am I shitting on Dave Chappelle because I definitely went back and forth my damn self about paying two seventy five to see him. But like niggas would pay five hundred for that. If it wasn't for that COVID shit, I would have did it. There was this whole come here and take a COVID test. I, I feel like I would go to a mass COVID event and get COVID. Like the, the mass testing. Like I don't know who these random concert workers are. No, I feel you. I just and I go see Dave Chappelle every time he comes here. But like I, I, I bowed out. Uh, Nas will be here on uh, November twentieth. I want to go. Nas, uh, Royce, and I think, I think it said like. Conway or 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 being in the butcher or something. Chill out. You yeah. you telling me a lie? Um, no. I'm I gotta look at this this joint again. But it's, it was like Kanye. I'm sorry, not Kanye. It's Nas and featuring. I, I feel like it was somebody from Gazelia and it Gazelda and it said and Royce to find nine. I would be definitely in attendance for that concert. Did you hear what Jairo said last night? No, what? When Joe, he had played a record with him and and um, Jay-Z and uh, DMX, like two different records. And he said, Jay, you playing records by Jay and Jay ain't here. He said, but I wrote it. Yeah, I remember that. And I was like. Do you write your features? That's what he, that yeah. was his follow. Do you write all your features? And I was like, yo, did he write, is he talking about the hook or the actual verse? And then Verge said, he said it on a, um, let me go back to this message. Uh, Verge said, um, we was definitely texting last night with all these guys. He said he claimed that on the backstage DVD too. I'm like, oh, all right. I mean, we'll never know. Well, the nigga who he, it's not that we never know. He said it. We'll never know the truth. Like niggas say a lot. Mean, niggas say a lot of shit. Why would you just assume he's lying? I think. <laughs> why would I assume he's telling the truth? Like I just don't get niggas. I just don't get niggas the benefit of the doubt with shit like that because they just be talking. Niggas cap all day, all the time. I don't think Jerry was capping. I don't. I I've never heard anybody talk about how prolific. His pen was. I mean, I don't know. I just was, don't know. Was the J verse on that so prolific? Like it, <laughs> some artists you just can't write for. Just like the the money cash hoes. When he heard that, Jay was like, "I need this. I want it for my record." That was a ja, that was a Jaru record. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, fine, you take the record, but just some artists you just can't write for. What if he did? Does this change anything for you? No, it's too late. He should he should have jumped out the window on that one years ago. The backstage DVD? It's a long fucking time ago. He should have jumped out a little bit louder years ago that I wrote this shit. And don't don't nobody cares now. Nobody cares now. Ja Rule is good for the nostalgia, but nobody cares what he did 20 years ago now. I think the whole point of last night records was they really do care what happened 20 years ago. They care about those. Rec- they care about those classic records. Nobody's checking for like a new Ja Rule uh, rollout. We're not talking about new. We're talking about what happened in the past. They just care about the classics, Jay. That's different. You can make people. 
nostalgia is it's just that people care about what they grew up on, what they what they love used to listening to. But I you can't make that. them care about what it is now. So you saying if it came out that Ja Rule wrote a Jay Z verse and Jay Z spit it verbatim, what what Ja Rule wrote, nobody would care about that. When was the verse from? Ninety nine? No, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. It's like a tree falling in the woods. Nobody hears it. I think I struck a nerve with Jay. Nobody <laughs> hears it. I'm 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 quite sure people would care. I can make people care if that's the case, because I don't know if people caught it. And it wasn't like I was announcing. How that can to you the make word. people care? Because it's they too were late. Just, they were talking. He leaned over and the mics picked it up. I don't even know if niggas caught it. I'm gonna put that shit on my page tomorrow. And we'll see if we can get niggas talking. Jason, it's too late. Nobody cares. It's too late. I don't think anybody knows. I don't think they'd say that nobody nobody would care. How you know? Because it's too late. It's too late. You got to jump on some shit like that when it happened. 20, the, 20 years later, nobody cares. I don't, I, it's I not important anymore. I disagree. Ja Rule is not big enough of an artist. The song wasn't big enough. It's like an album cut. Nobody ja not big enough for artists to do what? To, like what? Are you, what are you? What are you saying? I'm sorry, I don't, I don't follow. He's not big enough of an artist for people to care about him writing for Jay Z. What are you talking about? Niggas care. They they, they care that a no name nigga they never fucking heard of wrote for for Drake. What do you mean? That Drake shit was different, my nigga. I'm trying to nobody under, nobody I don't, I don't nobody's gonna care saying. about Ja Rule. Drake was on the way up. Ja Rule has plateaued and is on the way down. Drake was already a superstar. He wasn't on the way up. His star is still shining bright. Ja Rule's star is dim as fuck. Nobody is going. He could have did the whole track. And you could post the whole reference. Nobody's going to care. Nobody. I don't don't know. I guess we can find out. Uh, shit Dame was right about you ain't been right yet I'm right about this I don't know that this is a thing and I'm right do. that this show is sponsored by cocaine uh, cause you clearly on drugs <laughs> <laughs> with these takes you clearly on drugs and shit so yeah it may be uh, sponsored may be by coke uh, uh, what else going on this week man you got a whose man's is this this week uh, my whose man's is this I do have a whose man's is this it goes to state where hurricanes often strike, like Florida or the Gulf Coast or into Texas. A vital part of preparing for hurricane season is to get vaccinated. <laughs> I'm gonna run that back. If you're in a state where hurricanes often strike, like Florida or the Gulf Coast or into Texas, a vital part of preparing for hurricane season is to get vaccinated now. <laughs> Everything is more complicated if you're not vaccinated in a hurricane mm-hmm. or natural disaster hits. Now. Uh, yo, whose man is this? <laughs> Why? Why? Because it's, it's one of two ways I can take this. Sleepy Joe, just spitting, spitting shit off at the mouth that don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Or it's a lot more nefarious than that. If we run through your town, well, when a hurricane runs through your town, if you come to the shelter and you don't have proof that you've been vaccinated, we're not helping you. We're not going. You can't come into this shelter. And that's fucked up. 
because if my house is underwater, what can I show you? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what does this mean? I don't, that doesn't make any good sense to me. And I do have a high take. Joe, but Joe Biden is, is who we thought Trump would be. Yes. Joe Biden is everything that we thought Trump would be. But everything. Velvet glove over the iron fist. Like y'all, y'all voted for this shit. This nigga is also saying um, that he want he's proposed he wants the IRS to report back if you make more than six hundred dollars any transaction over six hundred dollars. Yeah, um, he trying so you can be audited. So he coming for like small businesses who do their own shit. Like he trying to look in the shop talk books, um, from Venmo, the Cash App, the whole nine yards. Um, so it's a waste of resources. It's an overreach and it's an overstep. And I know y'all probably think, I don't care what the fuck y'all think. We spend um, more than that upgrading equipment. It's not. It's nothing that needs to be audited. It's just a cost of doing business. No, what I'm saying is this is a, a, a smaller cog and a bigger machine. I'm reaching. I'm telling you, I'm looking through your finances. You have no say in it. You don't have no say over your body. I'm going to make you do things you don't want to do with your body. Um, I already listened to your phone calls. I listened to like, fam, at what point do we have any freedoms? At what point do, is the government can, why can't the government stop? At some point you got to keep these niggas out your life. But where, where and how? Um, y'all can wake the fuck up. It's not hard. It's not, it's not. They, they just elicit new, new laws and new acts and. And they'll still be in your shit, man. Like it's it's too we, late. It's too late. Just give up, man. Open your phone up. Give them your accounts and shit. It's too late. Get your national ID card ready and your papers and shit. Your national ID card is your vaccination card. It's already coming. I don't have one, so no. It sound like you a man without a country. I got a gun. So sound like you gonna move be a, me off of it. Sound like you gonna be a man without a country. Uh, music pick of the week. Uh, I, I just sent you my music pick of the week. It's by an artist from out of the, out of the city, Eli Miles. The name of the song is Top Five Producer. Yeah. Hey, just so we clear, I ain't concerned with no niggas or with gang. They claim I don't plenty stressing about no bitch cause she won't change a thing. I don't put my trust in the soul. That's a dangerous game. It ain't no responding in this life once this game is game. Not so many left brainless. We had our futures, mafia connections. We ain't have to watch no mob movies. I'm So that's my music pick of the week. Top five producer by Eli Miles. This shit off, off of the album Eastside Kanye. So check them out. It's on DSPs everywhere, man. Uh, yeah, that's that that's a that's a fire project. Man. Yeah. Um uh it's time for the Benny, man. You got anything else? Nah, man. That's pretty much it, dog. Um I don't think we got nothing else coming up, man. <laughs> 280 weeks on you hoes you feel me yeah um, 
giving y'all good content you know what i'm saying what can you expect we elite we popping you, you you done talking it? Yeah, I just realized this wasn't my, it wasn't oh. my turn to go. It's <laughs> okay. to turn, so I just stopped talking. Yo, it's your man Dame three underscores three one three on the Twitter on Instagram at me talk to me. I talk back. Uh, I think we should uh we should do another live event soon, man. We got a lot of good feedback about the last live event in Navio's hookah spot. I talked to the owners up over there. You know, they want to have us back, so I think we're going to have something back on the schedule real soon. Uh, when you see the blue and the black, you just know where you at. It is Shop Talk Podcast, Shop Talk Podcast Studios. This big shit coming out of this building. Uh, I told niggas a long time ago to get down and lay down. Yo, we, <laughs> the team is strong. The brand is strong. It's only going to get bigger and better. Yo, uh... It's your man Jay Johnson, 313 on everything that matters. Um, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long week, bro. It's been a long week, man. I ain't packed a goddamn thing. When you leave? Uh, I'm leaving. Uh, oh, I don't want to say. Uh, you know, niggas trying to break in my crib or some shit, keep tabs on me. But uh, I got to leave soon. Okay. You know, I ain't packed a damn thing. Uh, but uh, it's all good. When you see the blue and the black, you know you at Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Book some time. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are J and Dan. Hell yeah. Peace.